Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPM number 45, that's Bais Pnimi Shear for Men, Shear number 45. We started to talk last week, an extremely important life-saving concept about burning the ships, like that um, conqueror that wanted to conquer the Aztecs, the Indians, uh, to get their treasures, and as they left the ships that landed them in Mexico to do this, he gave the order to burn those ships which created for the men that they had now no other alternative. That basically the idea being is that not that, you know, we have an alternative win uh, or go home, but win or you're never going to go home. Very different. And we need to do that with the relationship in our marriage to cut off all possible escapes, whether it's real women in your present or women from your past, or imaginary, as we're going to discuss. A woman from the past is is an example that's well known. You know, you have a friend of a friend, you know, connected to his high school sweetheart via fa- Facebook, and that conversation moved from the internet to a coffee shop, to a hotel, and then ultimately to a divorce. So this other woman had been in his mind for years and years in his marriage. She didn't know it until he saw her Facebook page and they asked her to be friends again. You know, someone had a high school sweetheart in the secular world. There was no sex involved. It was just a normal dating relationship as kids. Eventually they broke up. They went their separate ways. But the guy never forgot this girl. In his mind, she was the ultimate thing. She was the one who got away. And she kept him in the same spot in her her imagination and in his imagination, and years later, what happened? Both of them had been married for more than a decade. Their marriages were in trouble. And where did they turn? They turned to each other. Didn't take them long. They lived separate lives. They had moved to different places. They had kids and built families in different areas. Their lives had nothing to do with one another. And they considered themselves friends. He called her on her birthday just to say hello. Totally innocent, platonic. And Technically, you could say legally, there's no issue with this. Relationshiply, rationally, there's no nothing wrong. Spiritually, there's nothing wrong. But psychologically, there's a main pro- there's a big problem here because basically what he was doing is he was living with an imaginary wife in connection together with the real life he was ma- wife he was married to. He had this imaginary ma- wife in his head who had been perfect in every way. No woman can trump this this person. Because she didn't exist in reality, it existed in her in his mind. It may have been a real person from his childhood, but in his mind, it's not a real realistic picture. And neither of them felt that they had settled for less when they first got married, and this relationship was in the past, but when things got bumpy in their own respective marriages, these memories come back alive, vivid memories, and so on and so forth. And the key really is thinking erroneously, you know, in those ways. You can't compete with a vision. You can't win when there's an alternative that exists in someone's imagination. Because the person in your imagination never messes up. They never have bad breath. They never say a mean word. They never disappoint you. So imagine how it really feels to be this, this guy's wife, okay? From the wife's perspective. You can never get it quite right. 
You'll never be as lovely or as lovable enough as this other person in his imagination. No matter what she does, no matter how hard she tries, there's always a sense she's being judged compared to this childhood sweetheart in his brain. And she's being compared to perfection towards this other perfected image in his mind. Never mind that perfection doesn't exist. So you have to be chayshed that this is something that you may have. You may have these type of ships in your head, these type of escape mechanisms in your head, these type of unrealistic, perfect, imaginary wives in your head from someone in the past in this case. We'll talk about imaginary ones soon. But again, you know, this creates a connection and you got to burn those ships. Very often with many of us, that Baruch Hashem, we never had a physical relationship with another woman, maybe not even have an emotional fear with another woman, but we create these ships with nameless other women that are in our mind. So here you could rationalize. I'm off the hook. I don't have a real-time other woman in my life. There's no one from my past that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking just in concept of that ideal woman in my mind. For most men, there's probably another woman hanging out there in their memory and in their imagination. And you didn't go into marriage with a lifeboat, but you developed it. In your mind, you think you have a better deal somewhere out there. And, and, and because there got to be one, right? So everywhere you look, there's beautiful women. Everywhere you look, that's the problem of Lysasuru, where it, it kills you. Turn on any baseball game, cheerleaders, beautiful women dancing, boom. You know, and 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 the movie, same idea. Magazine, same idea. Website, same idea. Around the office, same idea. On the street, grocery store, unavoidable. Hasanas, bar mitzvahs, so on and so forth. The fashions, the diet, the plastic surgery, the absence of sneers, R-rated movies, X-rated movies, and they're all over the place. These are ships galore that create those escape mechanisms of not focusing on the real reality of the true goodness and specialness of Hashem creating this person, this woman, your wife for you, and you're creating this other woman or women in your mind. This is the danger of pornography, by the way, where 86% of American men between 18 and 26 years have used porn in, 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 in the last year. It's a rampant thing. And what does this porn do? It's creating imagine pornography. It's creating imaginary ships that our wives can never compete with, that are imaginary from beginning to end. And what these ships are, they turn into real things, which are divorce papers and agmas nefesh and separation of families and, and, and terrible pain. And that is really, really a key that you have to be aware of and be careful of. We're going to talk soon that even if someone is Zaycha to be very careful with Shmir Sayyidayim, he'll still have this imaginary woman in his head in these Ruchniyistika ways that could kill you, like we're going to explain soon. But to understand how it works with the Loisasuru, why the Torah, we don't have to tell you this, but has, uh, is, 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 is that we, we, you know, it's a Chiddush now, but they knew it million, thousands of years ago from Shairish of Loisasuru that the Chazal understood the ramifications. So it comes in stages, and 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 Chazal warned us about this, that when there is a loisasuru, because the truth be told, and this is where the Chazal say it's not our fault. Actually, the mitzvah of loisasuru is very much that, 
that when you come across, even if you have Shemir Sainayim, you will see an unavoidable, you will bump into, I don't mean literally, but you'll come across a very beautiful woman on the street and, 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 and you didn't, wasn't planning on looking and it came up. And you had your, even if you had your full Shemira, it came up. That ship that popped into your head, that's easily burned. The Chazal tell you that. That's the mitzvah of Leisasuru. You just look away and move on. And you're Makai in the mitzvah of Leisasuru by doing that. And you did not do anything wrong. We talked about this in the earlier Shiurim in the beginning, giving Chizik to teenagers with the Ali Shur and everything over there. That that is the mitzvah of Leisasuru. And when you, the fact that you have that impulse or urge or or, or ria that became ba'inus is not your fault whatsoever, Adaraba. It's it's an opportunity to strengthen the mitzvah of Laisasura by turning away. And that is the mitzvah. And you, when you turn away, you burn that ship. You didn't use any of your emotional energy or romantic energy. You saw something and you didn't focus on it. You looked away. You didn't linger. You're clean. You're nucky. That is the first stage which ideal Chazal tell you that you have to do when these things come up. Then there's another stage where you keep looking. Because you delay it, you wait another minute before looking away. Or you continue watching that commercial or a whole show. Or you continue watching that girl in the short skirt getting out of her car and walking down the block and continue looking at her. Or you linger on that website. You click on a second page. There, the burning of the ship is a little bit harder than before. Now, when this happens and you are already over and lingered more, there's a combination here. You can't be meyuyish and you can't beat yourself up too much because, you know, you do feel guilty that you intentionally took a step further than you should have, but you can easily opt out of it. You decide, okay, that's enough. This isn't good for me. I'm done with this. And you burn that ship. And that is also Hatzlacha. And you build up with that. And next time you know to be more careful. Then there's a third step beyond that, which already goes into your dimyon, your imagination. Right? So in other words, now you see this Natsnidistic, a beautiful woman, quote-unquote, and, you know, it, you, you think to yourself in your brain, how, how would you love that she comes over to you and say, my husband's out of town, could you come over and help me unload my groceries in this, you know, in my house? And 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 you visualize all these things, which I'm not gonna say here. And now you feel more dirty because you took something that was innocent and you uh, you happen to look at somebody, and now you have in your brain all these disgusting, lustful concepts and imagination. You're actually Bapoyo building this ship. So when you look at women, especially if it's porn- pornography sites, or even if it's on the street, and you linger besides the etzem ria of looking as far as you shouldn't look, you start building this dimion in your head, and you start building this expectation for your wife. You start constructing a standard, what a woman should look like, and what she should do in bed, and in reality, that woman does not exist the producers of porn create these images in studios with actors, with actresses, with lighting, with makeup. They do takes, they do retakes. They make it as real as the Titanic. There was a movie Titanic. James Cameron wrote a, 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 a thing about Titanic. Looks very real. It doesn't exist. 
That Titanic in the movie is a Titanic that does not exist, period. It's fake, created by the movie. This same thing is with the, with the porn. When you're looking at that woman on the computer screen, she exists in your head. It's in your mind's eye. It's nothing. It's harder now to opt out now because you created an imaginary ship. It's one you could always jump back on. Whenever you go to a grocery store, you could relive that imaginary encounter in your head. You go back to that imaginary woman that, you know, you have a relationship now in your head. You create another life in your mind. This beautiful woman that is not your wife, she's younger than her, fresher than her, more beautiful than her, she never complains. And your wife doesn't know that she exists, but she's constantly there in your head. You're emotionally engaged with someone other than your wife, not a woman you met necessarily, not a woman from your past necessarily, but from the imaginary woman in your head. And your wife unfairly, extremely unfairly, is doomed to failure, being constantly compared to a perfect figment of your imagination, and you're abandoning your wife. So you're wasting energy that you could be spending on your wife, on a real woman in your life. And that, and you're instead taking a deep pit of filth and you're pouring your mental and emotional energy into that. And if you burn that ship now, you stop the pain. Then what you do is, it's chalila, chalila, should never happen, but people then put an actual tangible woman that they imagine and they actually board a ship. She may not look exactly like what's in your head or on the computer, but you cut your down, wife so down in comparison that you, in your head, or have that warp thinking, anyone's better than her. And you're open wide to any willing woman who offers being what your mind created. And now it, you, you really it has a name, this ship, and burning it down is a painful, has consequences. And if you're already at that stage, it has to be final. But again, why lead to that? So we're going through the stages of the Laisasuru to till its ultimate end, right? That's the Yetzirah. Doesn't tell you right away, first tells you do this little lavera, that little lavera, that little lavera, and then you'll end up serving idols. Same thing over here with what we just explained with the Loisa Suru. A little thing on the street, you look away right away, you burn that ship, no problem, that's the Etzim Mitzvah. You linger a little longer, not good, but you burn that ship right then and that, you do chuva, you move on from it. The imagination, again, a little harder. You, because you're building that ship, you have to burn it out. And Khalil, if you went that far, you totally have to burn it out. But whatever the idea is, is we're explaining to you here of how warped very often our minds are. And we burn, and we need to burn those type of ships. Now, what happens a lot is, and this is something that is more and more subtle, but I've heard it before in many instances where they, there's a ruchniistic flavor to this ship in the mind and this escape mode in the mind. The midas toivos of that other wife when you went to the Shabbos Friday night table, uh, Friday night to another couple's house, and you see, oh, this, this wife, the other wife, I mean, you're not really looking at her in a lustful way or whatever it is, but you're looking in a different mahalach. She's more elevated. She's more spiritual. How she goes to the Shabbos Lecht and benches Lecht with Kavana, with Bechias, with Ernstkeit, 
and then you yearn, why did I marry someone that's such on a lower level of Ruchnius when this one has a pure neshama, a beautiful neshama? That's the way the Yetzirah puts tricks on that no matter what, you, you, okay, you, you work on your Lysasuru, you're more or less careful with that, but now he throws you in in this Ruchnius stick a trick. How she always speaks, speaks sweetly, never speaks Lashon Hara, this other wife, of course, always cooks like to the perfection, talks warmly to her husband, offers him everything he needs, talks softly to the children, smiling, dressed impeccably, beautiful, not, 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 a, not a single thing out of place, and, and royalty, and, 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 and it's not that you're, 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 you're Makana, the Gashmias, the Gataivas of, of what another wife is, but her Ruchnias, her Ashes Heildekite, this is again another trap people fall into, and 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 put your wife down to who knows what based on this very unrealistic expectation. This is the Yetzirah's way of throwing things in a loop that could lead to terrible, terrible averis. On one hand, it could ultimately take a lead towards the Loisasuru and to those terrible things, and it could lead to terrible kinna and sinna and hakpodais and kas, and pirud, ben ishle ishtai. Hashem is telling us, all of us, you fools, I gave each one of you a diamond. Every Jewish soul is a diamond. And the wife I gave you, and giving you, is a diamond. You don't recognize it. You don't recognize it. Very often, it's sad to say, is that what happens is, is someone gets married to a wife, didn't treat her well, divorced her, you know, unjust, unjustly, and kicked her out, and I could get better. He remarries, whatever. She remarries someone else, and under this second husband, who really cares and, and, and has his head on straight, she all of a sudden thrives. She becomes like a different person. She's warm, she's shiny, she looks beautiful. And, and, and the first husband is looking at his ex-wife now and saying, like, what happened to her? Transformation. This is not the same person. The truth is, Shaita, this was the same person. This was the same person. You just didn't learn how to behave like a healthy husband needs to behave to bring out your wife to her fullest potential, to be who she was. And that second husband did it, did that job. You didn't. But why wait till there then? Utilize that now. Realize that by you looking at yourself in the mirror, by you working on your midas, by you staying committed, by you burning those unhealthy bridges, those ships, by burning those ships that we talked about, you create that scenario where everything else is blocked out and my only focus could only be on my wife now. And you do that hard work, whether you feel it or don't feel it, whether you see the results yet or whether you don't see the results yet and you work at it and you work at it and you'll see she will over time thrive and shine. And she is the, she transforms into the most beautiful person because of your healthy behaviors and your healthy actions towards her. So what Hashem wants you to do is to exclusively and singularly focus on this one woman, this wife that Hashem gave you. And in order to do that, you have to burn those ships we discussed whether they have names, not names from the past, and you're the major, all of them, you wipe them out and you turn towards working on your marriage and on your life with your wife 
and you will see those beautiful changes over time. Brachen